we have Sean Malone in the house. Sean is one of our mentors. We love him dearly. Um, a little bit about Sean. He is a serial entrepreneur. He has owned five different businesses. His strengths come from nearly two decades of studying communication, business, and professional sales, as well as tireless hard work. He's sold a hundred, over 130 million in his career, which is absolutely incredible. So uh, let's cue the theme song and then we will bring him on. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? Man, I, every time I watch that video, it just kicks so much ass. You guys kick so much ass. Like, holy cow, that is fantastic. The big takeaway I had just from watching your video really quick before we get into all this. <laughs> the speed of your business is directly consistent with the, the depth of your systems. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, love it. We love systems. And that is what we want to talk to you about today. We've got lots to chat about. We're so excited. Guys, we we got Sean in the house. Like you guys have to get to know Sean. Um, He's definitely one of our mentors and has taught us so much about sales. And um, he's going to tell you about the cool software that they have and just such good stuff. So we start with this. Um, this was in the video just a little bit, and we love to ask all of our speakers about this. What was your down the rabbit hole moment? Um, for us, it was we heard about webinars from Russell Brunson and like saw that <laughs> online, and then it was like down we go. And so, what was your down the rabbit hole moment? I, I there's too many to, to list. Um, okay, I've been, okay. uh, again, you mentioned I've been in the, the space of communications now coming up on actually three decades. It's like 28, 29 years now. Wow. Um, and which is, it's crazy. I just turned 41 this past weekend, which is dope. Um, Ooh, I like the 40 so far been awesome. So thank you. Um, yeah. So the rabbit holes, there's been some big ones. Um, there was a sales. First of all, when I first started selling, I sucked. I, I like, I didn't even know what I did. I came out of college and I was like, what should I do? I want to make a lot of money. And I said, dad, what should I do? And he said, you can be one of these three things. And I was like, what are these things? He said, are you a CEO? And I was like, I don't know what those mean. Like, what does those letters even mean? Right. I was 21 at the time. And then he says to me, okay, are you an entertainer? I said, no, that's not it. You guys are, or used to be. Um, and then he goes, well, you better learn sales. And so the first rabbit hole that I found myself going down is like, I got to learn this thing at sales. And what do you do when you start sales? You need a system to start setting appointments so you can actually have sales conversations. And so the first rabbit hole I went down was how do you really figure out the appointment setting game? And I built a system after a lot of laborious time and, and effort and tears and frustrations and everything. We got, I got a system in place and then I got in the sales conversation. Second one was I went down the sales conversation rabbit hole and then I learned sales pretty good, did pretty good at that. But then my third one, probably the last one that you need to know is I also went down the same marketing rabbit hole that you did as well. So that, that actually started seven years ago for me. So, oh my um, goodness. so three big ones. Yeah. yeah, I like those. Those are good. Those are really good. Uh, we always like to ask this question as well. It's fun to hear. Um, well, maybe, maybe not fun, but you'll understand when I ask it. Um, 
but have you ever had to throw a Hail Mary in your business just to keep going? And maybe there's multiple, but can you, is there one that you can remember that was like, okay, this like saved everything? Yeah. Um, devastation occurred when we um, spent our last dime to run a challenge. And uh, it, was, it was part of our, our, that award right there came from a software company that we built several years ago and sold it. And um, right as we were coming to kind of like this, we, we were looking at the numbers and we did not have the systems in place. And what I mean by that is like Sean's managing like five Facebook groups and he's doing all the delivery. And then like Chris and our team are like doing like it was a mess. Right. Like we didn't have any systems in place. And we, we were down to like kind of our last pennies in our bank account. And we're like, we got to do the Hail Mary. Let's throw a challenge because that was the hot topic back then. Yep. <laughs> so we, 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 we went and took loans out. We hired a coach, 20 grand, um, to teach us challenges, right? We knew nothing about this. And we went down the path and we did everything exactly as he said. And we started putting, we put another like five or eight thousand dollars in ads. Wow. And it flopped. <laughs> At the end of the challenge, we had only closed like 2,500 bucks and we had nothing left. Oh wow. At that stage, we were at we were at the rockest bottom place that you could ever be, and I, I I'll never forget. Like it was just, I looked at the bank account one morning, and I was just like, it was like a arrow in my chest. I was like, oh, what did I do? What did I do right? Yeah. But it wasn't just what I wasn't doing right. I didn't have I didn't have systems. I didn't have the duplication effect, the replication ability to grow consistently. And so that was probably like the Hail Mary move that we did that didn't work, or at least one of them. There were several. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that happens, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. What got you out of that? What got us out? Russell Brunson, our coach, right? So we were in the, we've been in the inner circle with that guy for a long time. Love him and his family dearly. And, and uh, we went and we, I was like sharing everything that we did. And he, he said to us, he said, like, Sean, like, you're just not serving the right people. And it was a true statement. Right. I had fallen out of love with the clients that I was serving. And so it was it became very challenging personally for me to climb out of bed every morning and actually go have to serve those people. And it wasn't any wrongdoing myself. In fact, that like it wasn't really even my fault. Like, and, and if you've been in that place, you're listening to this right now, like, don't worry if you're there. Like, it's OK. Everything's going to be OK. I promise. Right. Like, it always works out the way you know, stuff happens for you, not to you. Big, yeah. big lesson there. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so. Russell says to us, he's like, you need to kill your baby. You need to sell your company. And I was like, how do you sell a software business doing a lot of money? Like he was doing seven figures, right? He was like, ah, and it was just, we had, we had team, we had some systems that were kind of like ratchety, but uh, working, you know? And so we ended up selling a software company, which was uh, a blessing in disguise. And so um, that, that allowed us the space to get our mindset back, to pull myself out of burnout. I was in burnout for a long time. Um, took another coach of mine, Alex Sharfin, um, to pull me. Plus, he pulled a doctor in and he pulled all these. Like, it was a mess. I was a mess, right? So, um, but yeah. So, anyway, I, I kind of pulled my mindset back in together where it needed to be. And we yeah. found another group of people that we really love to serve. And that lit a fire. And I think that's really what the, the key for me was was that. So I love that. It's it's all about the people, right? We have a saying, TATP, think about the people. That's, that's always the thing that changes things is when yeah, you go that route. Sure. I love that. You want A players on the right seats in the bus, right? <laughs> so that's how it works. So. Right, for sure. You know, you, you mentioned a lot about what direction <clears throat> you went and all these players in the game that helped you. But what was the one marketing principle that really changed the course of your business? Mm marketing principle. 
See, because I always get the two kind of like my I'm a sales brain person and I, uh, maybe that was it. Right. So it was like actually realizing that a lot of those systems out there were generated by what I call a marketing brain versus a sales brain. OK, let me explain the difference, because like this is a concept when I heard this, like actually I kind of Chris and I kind of co-created this idea of yeah. what's sales brain versus marketing brain. The concept's been around for a long time, but how does it apply in 2022 and beyond? Um, marketing brain folks sell um, sell the thing that uh, is a shiny object, right? And so, so in our space, right? So we have a software, a new software tool that you mentioned. It is amazing, and it's, it's sales tech. It's not marketing tech. And so, what I mean by that is. When you're a sales brain f- person, you focus on revenue because always revenue, always relevant. And what are the shortest processes with the least amount of friction and the best systems you can dump on top of that will consistently and predictably create revenue. That's a sales brain conversation versus most marketing brain folks. You're not in that group, by the way. You're, you're, you have a very good depth of both. But if you're purely marketing brain, you build like some of these tools that are out there. There's these extensions where like, for example, if you're trying to find a bunch of leads, you can go into these extensions and get them and you click a button and you send 10,000 friend requests and you have 10,000 conversations started, but there's no system behind that to manage those people step-by-step until you actually close a deal. And that's, I think the biggest marketing lesson that I remember is like everybody that came online, say from the last like seven, eight, 10 years ago, um, they fell in lust with marketing, right. but the true love is sales. And so that's where I think most business, that was kind of the big, big marketing lesson that I learned. Yeah, love that. Very cool. Um, we have a lot of people that come to us and they're like, and maybe you have a different opinion. I, I, I don't know where you're going to be with this, but we have a lot of people that are like, we don't need marketing in our business. Like that's not a thing that that needs to happen. And so what are your thoughts around that? <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad for those people. They need to change their, <laughs> like, they need to change their mindset, right? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, there's the, the, when I grew up, and I think when most of the people that we all know went through traditional schooling, right? So from like K to twelfth grade or whatever. And then even into college and after that, like, what do we learn? We learn, oh, you got to go build the widget, and then you'll figure out how to sell it later, right? And when I went into the real world, that wasn't how it actually worked. What I learned was you need marketing because you need to sell the thing before you spend all your time, energy, effort, blood, sweat, and tears to build the thing. But you have to have a fundamental principle that you know that works. And I think um, for, for me, 100% you need marketing. 100% you need it choreographed. I love marketing choreography for that reason. Those names, those words are perfect and beautiful. Um, and then once you have a system of marketing that you can deploy into your business, guess what? That c- turns the cash flow engine on and the cash flow engine allows you to fund team and all the other stuff and growth and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, let's go into OLE, Michael. We love this idea. We've built out a framework that, that in, in hindsight seems pretty straightforward, but it's, it, it seems to surprise people. 
when we talk about it. So we're going to ask you some questions built off of that framework. The framework we call OLE. So I'll give a brief overview real quick because our audience should know about it by now. But, uh, but OLE stands for our operating system, our lead gen system, and our evaluation system. And uh, basically, you got to have all three of those systems in place. Otherwise, your business is going to have major challenges. We put it in that particular order, too, of building your operating system first because it's no good to have a whole bunch of leads and no way to actually take care of them or deliver. So we say operating system first, lead gen, because you got to have clients coming in and uh, evaluation because if you're it not... It does not doing, mean build your whole product first. It doesn't way. mean build your whole product that. first. Yeah, no, no, please don't. Um, but our first question is really in the operating system uh, category, which is at what point did you realize having a marketing system was more important than just doing a one-time tactic? Um, probably at that point where I was in the depths of the bottom of the rock or the ocean where I was like, oh my God, I need a system, right? And so I love that OLE framework because it's kind of like the skeleton of an animal or let's say it that way, right. right? So you have to have the skeleton in place before you can put the, the organs and the blood vessels and all the other stuff. Right. Like, and then the blood becomes the prospect line, right? That's where the right. leads come in and, and that's, and that's how you light up the system. So you have to have a framework or kind of a skeleton, if you will, um, where then you can start layering the right, if that you need the foundation, that's the foundation is what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Do you prefer selling one on one or one to many? We think we know the answer. We know the answer. Oh, okay. I want to know what you guys think. I, I like I I light up around both of these, but uh, yeah, what would you say first? Let me say that. Was- uh. I would say it's one to one, but maybe maybe it's one to many. <laughs> I would guess one to one too, but that's yeah. just. I, I love I love one to one, but the one the one people that I'm selling to are like big opportunities, right? So it's like I always give this analogy of when you're selling stuff in any business, and this is such a valuable lesson for anyone listening is you got kind of three buckets of client size, right? And so if you're first getting started into the game and you have this framework and you have the systems and you're starting to see opportunities coming in your direction, which again, you need the operating system first, and then the lead gen creates the blood flow, which then you can have the conversations. And then in those conversations, it goes down to, you've got kind of rabbits, you've got deer, and then you've got elephants, right? And so they're all one-to-ones. And so the, the, the move is, let's go out and learn to hunt bunny rabbits. And then you get good at kind of knocking down the bunny rabbits. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to try a deer. It's all scary and exciting at the same time because you're like going in, you're like, this is the biggest deal we've ever like gone through. And it's I love that stuff, right? And then and then you knock down your first deer and you're like, oh, I could do it again. And then you knock it down and knock it down. And you're like, oh, maybe I could go after an elephant now. And then, so that's where my passion is one-to-one with elephant deals. That's what I'll say. Cool. Very cool. Uh, tell us about the core product in your business currently. Core, oh man, the core product in our business is always the engine. It's always the, well, actually there's two core products. The engine um, that we believe is a software tool, right? The tech, the system, right? The foundation, the operational piece that can run anything else off of it. And of course, for our operations and everything else, we use certain so- softwares. And then for a lead gen, we actually built our own. Um, so we do have a combination of all of that stuff. Uh, but then, you know, like as 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 we kind of move in that direction, it's the system allows you to consistently and predictably create lead flow and drive people to, again, that sales brain call to action side of things. So that's our kind of our first 
main core driver. And then our second one is people, right? People always want to be closer to the person running the show, right? And for example, Russell Brunson in the ClickFunnels movement, we wanted to get as close as possible to him as we could. But as his organization grew, he, his time became less and less available or more expensive, depending on how you looked at it, right? And right. so that's why we, um, you know, upgraded all the way into his, his, his inner circle so that we could be close to him and ask him those questions. And so that, like the second major thing is going to be the coaching aspect of, you know, dripping, um, you know, all the brain work that we've done for the last 40 years combined to, to, to just put it on you and give something very simple that you can operate through a system. Right. Um, tell us more about, I mean, we know it's called flow chat, but tell us more about flow chat and, and what that is. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the most disruptive sales tech on the block. Um, it does three things. Uh, first and foremost, it allows you, actually, we have seven different social platforms that it's compatible with. The only one in the space that actually works on all the major socials that you could think of. Um, so the first thing it does is it allows you to collect thousands of super targeted people in an instant, right? So in an instant. So regardless of needing ads or challenges or, something, or all these entry points to a business, the tool allows you to get there, right? But you have to have, like you said, OLE, right? The operation system in place first. Then we look at a lead system. What's that look like? Well, Flowchat could become that engine for you where number one, you can go out and get thousands of the most highly targeted right people. And then number two, the, the secret sauce of the software is what we call pipelines, where we actually manage the conversational flow in the DMs for a specific reason, all the way until a call to action occurs. And then the last piece is they, you know, you know all you got to do is send messages. And that's kind of the, the main move of what the software does. So find the people, have a conversation, connect with them, put humanization back into the messaging side of the game, and then eventually um, get them to send messages, which creates action and, and results. Very cool. cool. Love it. Um, at the moment, how many systems do you have to get people to Flowchat? Uh, entry points or systems? Yeah, let's say let's say entry points. How many entry yeah, points? So, what so, are the entry points? Yeah, and speaking with recently, we spoke with uh, our our JV affiliate manager, and he's the guy that kind of goes out and he'll take our products and services and offers and, and go push them out in the distribution network that he's got, like hundreds of millions of people. Right. And um, so so what he told us and what I learned from him in one of our first meetings was he said entry points are always a great key once you have operational setup done. Right. So again, it always comes back to do you have that skeleton in your business or not? Right. And if you're listening to this and you haven't engaged with these guys, you need to do a call with them just so you can like hear them out, like very, very valuable. Um, but but the 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 idea that he shared with me was that um, the more entry points you have, the better. So what, what are the entry points that we can do? Right. Direct messaging through messenger or like social media by far is superior for a lot of reasons. And so I want to get into that because I think it'll be valuable for everyone to hear that conversation. But if we're talking entry points, you've got the, you know, you've got the challenge, you've got the summit, you've got the webinar, you've got the um, free lead magnet, you've got the, um, uh, yeah, direct messaging. So entry points could be a variety of different things. I think those are kind of the buckets that most people think about. Yeah. Right, right, right. For sure. Um, is there one, I, I guess you're utilizing your software, right? So that's, is that your main way of selling Flowchat? Yeah. So is we haven't run ads. We don't, we, we don't have uh, like our website just launched that, you know, like a, a couple of months ago. Um, and before, like even before that website and even up to now, we've never done any paid ads. We've never done um, challenges or summits or any of that stuff. We did it previously with our high ticket agency. 
Um, but we have our one engine, which is the DM model. And so we've grassroots built this thing to hundreds of members in the last five, six months, which is insane, right? So, um, and this is just, it's a fun little project for us. So yeah, I think- A fun little project. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I love it, it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I guess you led right into the the next question, which is, do you run ads? So uh, we got that. You don't even run ads for this. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, we did it intentionally not running ads. In fact, like when we first got the software up and running, we did 104,352 in 41 days, like with no ads, no group, no list, no summit, no launch, no anything. It was just straight up use this software tool and hit the results. Like that was the move. Um, and, and fantastic, right? And it's continued to grow since then to seven figures, right? So that's, that's amazing. So, um, I think, uh, I think what's more important is to kind of understand the methods of how people buy. Again, right. sales brain, right? So like if we look at kind of the four ways that most people communicate with a prospect, um, we've got email, right? So you know, you've heard cold email, you email very valuable. Um, but if you look at open rates and you look at click through rates, what you'll find is with emails, the best copywriters in the world get a 30 to 40% open rate. And then you're seeing, you know, 5% click throughs if you're really good, right? So you send an email, it's got a link, 5% of the people that see that actually will click that link and go, go click through. On the other side of this, so if that's email over here, so that's good. Those are numbers. They work. It's been around forever and it's, it's proven, right? And then on the other side, you've got call, cell phone, right? So somebody calls you on the phone. Well, if we know if we get a cold call on the phone and it says your buddy spam risk is calling, like, <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to hit ignore and go away. So, so that's, that's like two ways, right? So the, the cold calling thing is very antiquated, really old school. And then what are the other options? We've got text messages, Text messages boast the highest open rates because it's a text message and it's outside of a social platform, but it actually has lower click-through rates than direct messages, which is interesting, right? When you look at the statistics. And the reason for that is if you send, if somebody sends you a cold text message and you see a link in there, you're very likely not to click that thing because you can't, you don't know where it's come from. And it could be some dude in India, right? Like scamming you or doing whatever. The last piece, the last main piece that most people use, in fact, 83% 83% of small businesses use direct messages on one of the platforms to, to build a business. And so if we look at direct messages compared to those other three methods, what's the most valuable one? Direct messaging. And why? Because it has very close to the same open rates that texts have. So that's like right at the highest. But then it's right. clearly got the highest click-through rates. Why? Because when somebody sends you a direct message and it's the right message, again, organic, authentic, real messaging that actually makes an impact with somebody, they're going to see and read that message and be like, oh my God, who is this person? And they click on the profile. So the DMs are the only ones out of all the methods where you can go deeper and learn about where the sources of this thing is coming from at you. And if you like what you see, guess what? It's click through. And so that's one of the reasons that DMs are far superior and which led us into, okay, well, if we know DMs and we know 83% of small and mid business, mid sized businesses are using messaging in this fashion, which software deals with this? And we went and bought all the big CRM ones that you've heard of, Salesforce's or HubSpots and pipe drives and closes and all these other ones. None of them mess with direct messaging. So we're like, what the heck? So then we went and looked at extensions and we bought 14 different extensions. We clicked all the buttons because we didn't want to build it. We wanted to buy it. <laughs> what we found was that concept of marketing brain versus sales brain. All those extensions started a bunch of conversations. None of them led to a closed deal. So we're like, shoot, still a problem in the market. Let's build our own. And Flowchat was born. So cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Go for it, Michael. 
Okay, so we know you use that as your primary uh, lead generation, obviously, and and that's huge. Uh, But if we look back, we know from the marketing side that lead magnets can be valuable if used in the right system. Sure. What's the best lead magnet you've ever built? Uh, the, the the best one I've ever seen or I've ever built. That you've ever uh, built. Yeah, let's go with that. And then that you. And seen. since you bring it up, you can tell us about <laughs> the best one you've ever seen. Well, the best one I've ever seen came from Russell Brunson. It was a one-page PDF about the perfect webinar script. Like I've that, never seen. It's how we got in. It's how we got. I've in. never seen a lead magnet work better than that one in my life. So if you guys haven't gone and seen that, you should go watch that. Um, <laughs> but but the best one that I've ever built is this one called Hookstart. It's called Hook Starters. And I'm happy to share it with you guys. Uh, it's it's um, it's basically how to start any conversation. Gives you a simple framework. Again, going back to systems. Why are systems so valuable? Because systems can be deployed anywhere at any time. You just have to put the content into the framework of a system. And so the one of the best lead banks I've ever built. I think it's like. I think it's like six pages long PDF, and it talks about how we were able to use this one framework in our software to close a bunch of dollars really quickly, right? And so the framework talks about how do you actually start a conversation now with going to a networking event or you're in the DMs or you're sending an email or whatever, what's the best first thing that you can ever say to anybody? And so the framework is very simple. It's four parts. It's, it's this, why you, why me? Why this and why now? So why you, why me, why this, why now? And all you have to do is write a one-sentence answer to each one of those why questions and put a salutation and a call to action, and you have a dope first message, right? It's very, very simple, and you can put that out anywhere, and it works all the time. So what I did in our lead magnet is I built the framework. I talked about that, shared some story around it. And then on the back end, I said, you know what? Like what would be valuable is – let me go through all the niches and the industries that I've worked with for a long time and pulled out like ones that we know have tested and proven and worked. And so I gave examples like, hey, if you're a plumber, hey, if you're an electrician, hey, if you're a marketing company, hey, if you're this, hey, if you're that, if you're an agency, you want a service provider, whatever. I had a sample of, of the framework of exactly what needed to be said. So people can take that lead magnet, grab that thing, click and go and use it. And then, of course, they say, wow, that's powerful. Let me go check out the software. Click link, buy things, right? Cool. That's what. That's Very awesome. Cool. And you still have it? It's available. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll shoot it over to you guys, um, and sure. you can you can give it to your tribe. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Cool. We'll give it. We'll give it to the tribe. One of our favorite. Uh, one of Lexi's favorite parts <laughs> is this next piece: the evaluation like system. And uh, so she'll ask you the next few questions. It's so exactly. important the evaluation system. I remember learning, uh, you know, just. Chris kind of beating us over the head with this too. And, and just pointing out uh, both of you, you know, and just the importance of, of putting it in and, and understanding what your numbers are and understanding the math and, and all that side of it. So Lex fire away. Okay. Uh, what numbers do you guys track daily? Uh, daily would be uh, leads into the system. Okay. Um, is one of them, right? Uh, very important there. Um, secondly is is revenue collected, right? Um, so you got to know how much money you're, you're bringing into your business so you can generate cash flow. Um, then we look at um, uh, retention rates, another big one that we, obviously with a software company or something like right. that, is an important retention, super valuable. Um, and I think it kind of depends on the niches, but I would say leads, dollars, um, 
the uh, retention rate. And then um, beyond that, I would say uh, activity that we're because we have multiple sources of where revenue does come from. So we actually have that broken down by say like for affiliates, for example, we have affiliate programs, pretty badass. 41% of our business, I can say that because I know the numbers comes to our organization through affiliate referral stuff, right? 41%. In fact, that like turns people's heads when they're like, you said what? Like that's a big number, right? So, um, and so, yeah, so we track kind of where the different pockets of opportunity are, but I think the kind of the main three are the ones that I shared is, is leads coming in, the revenue coming in, um, and then the retention rate. And if you just stay focused on those three, then you're doing good. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess that, I mean, that answers the, the next question of what's the most important numbers and, and that's it, right? Those, those are the most important numbers to be tracking. Um, you guys don't do pay. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. Uh, I would just share that I think activity is, is something that could and should be tracked, right? And it's, it's a, it's a vague term because you're like, what does activity mean? Well, for example, in the lead gen space, and I don't know what it looks like in your world, but in the lead gen space is like, how many outreaches did you do? Right. In this day. Right. And then now you have a starting point and then you can look at the ending point. I guess it'd be starting point over here, ending point over here. And you can say for this amount of activity, this is what the result was. And then we know predictably that this is a system. If we have a systemized step by step all the way through that, if we consistently put this much activity based on what we have here, this is roughly what we're going to see. And so one of the cool things about knowing that number, the activity number is that creates peace of mind. That gives you the ability, if, if that's your business, to sleep easy at night, not panic about where your next deal is going to be coming from and how you're going to feed your family, your friends, and your company. Um, and, and that's really what it comes down to is activity breeds results, which breed dollars. Right. Um, this is kind of a hard question, but we'll see how it goes. Um, at what point do you decide to make a change? Like with the amount of numbers coming in and then it's like, okay, now we're going to actually make a change. Cause it's hard to evaluate that. It's hard to know what is the minimum amount that you put in to understand what to do. So what would you say? Uh, so operationally, right? So like we can talk yeah. about in the business versus on the business. And I think where do we make the changes is going to be in the on the business. That's where the decision change starts. And so as, as we look at like any organization that I've ever worked in or been a part of or, or owned or whatever, um, I always go back to something that Alex Sharfin taught me um, was there's, there's five functions of a business. And the five functions are lead generation, lead nurture. That's how you talk to them once they come into your world. Conversions, the third one, delivery and fulfillment, and then retention and resell. And so when we're going to go think about making a big change operationally, we only do that every 90 days. And in every 90 day period, we have a meeting dedicated on our calendar that would say, okay, let's look at these five buckets objectively and score them on a scale of one to five. Lead gen, in the past 90 days, did you score a one or a five, right? And we know that five is your leads are exploding and you can't handle the amount coming in your business where one is like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How do I even talk to the next person, right? Um, And so we would rate those different um, operational functions of a business. And in that next 90 day period that we're ensuing, we would choose the lowest number and we would focus a change in that section. And the goal is always to get to five, but very, very few companies ever get to five on all of those functions. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. I like that. 
I like that. That's very cool. Um, I always like learning from you. Yeah. Our mentor, right? It's, it's yeah. so fun to, to learn and, and hear um, how you guys think about things and, and how so many business owners think about things differently too and, and the perspective that people have. Uh, Michael, what other questions do you have? Well, I mean, I have about a thousand, but uh, <laughs> but we have the time that we have. Uh, we're so thankful and appreciative of all that we've learned from you and all that uh, you've shared with us. And uh, we are excited to continue that trend. Uh, we certainly wouldn't be doing justice for our clients if we didn't, and all of our listeners and everybody here uh, tuned in to you. If we didn't give you a chance to tell them how they can get Flowchat because they need it and, uh, and how they can get involved. So why don't you share with the audience about how they can go about doing that? Sure. Uh, so right now, uh, we have high ticket masterminds. We have our agency work and we have everything else. But I think the best and easiest way is just go check out our website. Um, I think there's going to be a link around this video probably right below it. And if you just click that link, it'll direct you right over to our website on our site. A couple of things right when you get there. Um, there's a little GIF image with a video play button. Just watch that video. It's a 14 minute breakdown of exactly how Flowchat could work possibly in your business, what it could do for you, how it would work and change the impact that you're currently making. Um, and if you feel like it's a true fit for you, there's a little button right next to the video that says book a call. Um, we're pretty highly sophisticated when it comes to suitability. We want to make sure that the people that are taking on our systems really like it's a good fit for them because we, we love bragging about our members just like you do. And, and so we always want to have um, the best chances for success. And if you did decide to book that demo call, just to let you know what would be on that call, three things. Number one, does this particular system, Flowchat, solve a problem for you personally in your business? Yes or no? We'll have a conversation about that. Number two, um, how and where would we use the Flowchat systems in your business, right? So how are we going to use this thing? What does it look like? Um, use case. And then the last thing is, is um, so yeah, so, so does it solve a problem? How and where? And then what does success look like for you? Because we want to know, like, if we go and put this much activity into the system, what's going to pop out the other end? Number one, does that recoup your investment? Number two, now you have a light switch system where you can just kind of crush your business. Like, that's that's the idea. So, yeah. For sure. Awesome. I, I hope everyone just paid attention to how he just did that because he is ridiculous at sales, guys. Like, <laughs> so, so good. And how he just laid that all out for you it's so good so i hope you paid attention to that and maybe listen to it like 10 times because that's that's a skill that you can learn and you can gain in your business and just hear how he did that because you yeah. can you can model that so yeah. um thank you I think so much that, i think you hit on a big point there uh like i think like people say oh he's good at, he's amazing at sales or whatever like yeah. sales is a learned skill yeah. And just to give you some peace of mind, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like, I got to do the sales thing, like I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm, I'm frustrated or whatever. Like when I first started, I was worse than you. And what I mean by that is I took 2,400 cold calls I did myself. That's 80 a day for six weeks straight, Monday through Friday. I booked zero appointments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a learned skill. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, and we've learned so much about how to sell from you. So thank you for that. Uh, thank welcome. you so much for joining us today. And we're grateful that you took the time to be on the show. 
and it took the time to teach our audience about uh, all of the amazing things that you do. So thank you so much of for being course. here. Well, thank you guys so much. And again, um, if you're listening and you haven't had a consultation day with these two guys, like I just know how genuine they are. And if you're truly looking for people that have not only been in the mud, but they've gotten out of the mud and they've developed systems around like never going back to the mud, <laughs> if you feel like you're stuck there, like get yourself on a call with them because you need to listen to what they have to say. They know frameworks. Um, I, I've known Michael for some time. He's a master at some certain topics. Lexi, same. Like they have very great lanes that they play in. And it would be worth your time just to explore the opportunity is what I'd say. Yeah. Thank you. That's very Appreciate kind. That. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's so nice that you do that. <laughs> we like take our flow chat. <laughs> yeah, like even the, we'd just bring you in. If you weren't sitting busy, we'd make you close all of our deals. <laughs> I love it. I, I love closing <laughs> deals. It's one of my favorites. So. Uh, Cool. Thanks All right, so much. guys. Cool. Peace out. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.